We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I'm your host today, Jared Timms, and I am joined alongside my co-host, my partner in crime, Nate Green. Nate, how you doing? And uh, happy birthday. Thank you, buddy. Good to be here. It's great seeing you. So, let's, been a minute. let's talk draft. No, it's been, yeah, definitely. Can, can definitely talk draft. It's going to be a fun one. Yeah, no, no. And we're, by the way, not talking Angels baseball. I mean, we kind of are. We're talking the draft, something more fun than what's going on with the Angels right now. Um welcome to the draft special super excited to talk about all this all this fun stuff here let's go ahead and take a step back and kind of uh look at what perry in a sense did last year um not that we need to dive too deep into it 20 of 20 of pitching i I don't think we need to go any further than that uh they did also get their number the number one prospect in their system uh last year and kai bush by the way as well and i'm very very willing to say that i think some a lot of other people will have kai bush in there as their number one prospect in the angel system, unless they do, they do something crazy here. Um, however, I, I, we'll talk about it. There are uh, plenty of players that the angels could take. Um, I, we have a strong feeling. We know who they are possibly going to take. Um, we know what position they're going to take as well. And again, we'll dive deep into that here shortly. Um, but first, before we get going, of course, blue wire, blue wire, blue wire, blue wire. I didn't miss doing that. Um, blue wire again, blue wire. If you're listening to this, Grab me uh, some blue wire shirts. We'll wear them instead of my duck shirt here. It's angel stuff. Um, yeah, we will wear blue wire stuff if you want to, you know, throw it out there. And of course, go follow us on all our social medias. Shout out to uh, Mikey, who's running our social media department now. Super excited about that. Um, getting that all squared away and going. Um, so shout out, Mike, for doing all that stuff for us. We really do appreciate it. Um, go ahead, follow us on all of our social medias. Just look up Talking Halos. You can follow myself on Twitter, Jared underscore Tim's. You can follow Nate at NateGreen34. And guys, let's get this rolling here. Talk a little bit of prospects and uh, draft stock and all that fun stuff. Uh, 2022 draft the Angels will have the 13th overall pick. Um, would be the 12th if the Mets would have signed Kumar. But I don't think it makes a difference, to be honest. 
Uh, let's just go out there and say it right now. The Angels are taking a pitcher. I think it's plain and simple as that, I think. I wow, think breaking the worst, news. The worst, the worst secret in baseball, worst kept secret in baseball, the Angels are taking a pitcher. Um, I would be absolutely shocked if they didn't take a pitcher. Is that fair to say? The only way you don't take a pitcher is if one of these ridiculous hitters just dropped a 13. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I don't see Brooks Lee or Elijah Green or – any of the any of the top five, even even Paredia. I mean, if Paredia drops, you might have to even take him at thirteen. But like, I don't see any of the the big hitters dropping. Um, so yeah, I think they have to take a pitcher. Yeah, and I mean, by big hitters, uh, we talk about kind of there. Are, I, I think there are. I, I, I didn't even bring up True Jones or any of them. Yeah, there's really no reason. I think I think there's six guys that are at the top. Eh, let's say seven guys that are at the top of their class that I would love the angel would would love for the angels to fall to them, but I don't think it's going to happen. That's of course, Drew Jones, um, Jackson holiday. If those two names sound familiar, yes, that's Andrew Jones's son and Matt holiday's son. Um, Elijah green at IMG Academy, uh, probably Joe Adele jr. Um, <laughs> in a sense, Tremar Johnson, the best hitter in this draft, Brooks Lee, the best college hitter in this draft, uh, Kevin Prada catcher out of Georgia tech. I think we go down to cam Collier out of uh, Chipola junior college, 17 year old, kid absolutely rakes and of course i think for me my my last guy and i don't know if you can agree with this justin crawford i think is the best one of the best players in this draft probably one of the most underrated players in this draft and oh hey look it's carl crawford's son angels kind of missed out on him a while ago so if he's there i'd love the angels to take him but i don't think the angels are going to take a position player i think crawford actually could be there at 13 that's the one guy of the eight that you just named that I actually feel like could be there. Yeah. I think the other the other seven that you named are probably going top seven. Um, but but I do think Justin Crawford has a shot to be there at 13. I don't think the Angels take him, but that would be an interesting name to to help this young farm system that really needs a lot of help. So Yeah, and, and you look at what the Angels could have had last year uh, and, and a guy like Cleo Watson. I think that that was their number one guy on the board. I think if um, – to to be like completely transparent and honest with you guys, I think the Angels should have taken him um, off the board there. I don't care, you know, what it would have taken. I think that uh, Cleo Watson just slotting him, him in as your number one prospect right at shortstop uh, and then trying to go high upside here as well um, to really start rebuilding the farm system is a fantastic idea. Um, however, they went with Sam Bachman, not a bad choice, safe pick. He's a major leaguer. Uh, he's going to be a major leaguer. He needs to stay healthy. The question for him is if he is a starter, if he is a reliever, we've had this discussion before. It's we don't a need, question. We, it's we don't need nah, – it's, it's a question a, for the time being. I know. It's a question for the time being. We don't need to get into this, though. We're talking about 2022 draft, 13th overall pick. So let's go ahead and start diving deep into this. Um, in fact, we're going to dive so deep into this that we're not even going to talk about position players. Is that fair? Like, yeah, that's just how that, We're just going to talk pitchers because I think that it's – it's consensus that the angels are taking a picture here. I think that it's almost a consensus that the angels might have their pick of any pitcher. I think this, the angels might take the first pitcher off the board. However, there might be some dudes, there might be some other dudes there. I, I'm not going to lie. Like you get some of these pitchers that are taken early that, you know, teams are trying to save money and it's, it's not always in a sense, the best guy available either. Um, you have to think about draft formula and, and, and all this fun stuff. And, for the angels, in my opinion, there are two schools of thought on how you want to draft. One would be best available. You can go get the best available. I think that, you know, a, a high schooler, um, high upside, you can go get that kid, that guy. Um, 
or any of those guys that we mentioned, if they're there, you overpay for them. That's fine. You know, and then you can, you don't have a second rounder. You don't get anything in the third, fourth, fifth. Um, but you got the best guy available, I think. Um, or you take a step back and you say, Hey, I want to go under slot, you know, and, and you can pick somebody a little farther down. We'll talk about them. Maybe the guy like Landon Sims, or I know you want to talk about Kumar Rocker. I don't think that's necessarily an under slot. Um, but Barely. It'll be like one of those where it might be like 50,000, 100,000 under slot, but not really under slot. Yeah, uh, under slot. Um, And and you can do that. Or you take a guy right at slot, um, which will be interesting. The Angels last year went under slot with Sam Bachman, took Kai Bush. Um, So I I don't think a lot of people quite understand, you know, first round is the big name, but second round is second through 20 is kind of where you make your living. And the Angels did a very good job of that last year. So let's go ahead and start diving deep, deep into this. Um, with our first guy here, that's Brock Porter. Um, by the way, if you want to follow along, we're going to go by MLB pipeline, uh, prospect rankings for this draft. And Brock Porter is ranked the number 11 prospect. Nate, did you want to talk about him? Or is that me? That's you. Okay. I just want to make sure. I don't want to take your thunder. Yeah. Brock Porter is ranked the best pitcher in this draft. Um, I'm going to be honest at first, wasn't a huge fan of it when I first saw a video on him. However, you look at what he's got big time fastball, big time curveball. Uh, or you want to call it a slider, whatever you want to call that pitch. And, uh, you know, he's got the change up in the works. He's got three pitches to go to. Um, I'm not a huge fan of of the uh, how he how he throws the arm motion and all that fun stuff. But the stuff is so good that you can't miss out on this. I would not be upset. This would probably be a right at slot or maybe a slightly over slot pick if uh, if he's there for the Angels. However, he might not be there for the Angels when it's, uh, when it's all said and done. Um, but, yeah. Keep your eye out for Brock Porter, uh, the best pitcher ranked in this draft, the best high school pitcher ranked in this draft. Um, I think we can move on to our second uh, second pitcher here. That's going to be Dylan Lesko again. I think he's the best pitcher in this draft. Um, I'll, I'll speak on his behalf as well. Had Tommy John surgery, so know a lot of you guys um, who – uh, follow the angels are going to say, Oh, well, Jared, he fits right in Jared and Nate, you know, that's uh, that's exactly what the angels need is a guy who has Tommy John surgery. Um, if the angels, if he doesn't get hurt, he doesn't fall to the angels. I'm going to be honest here with you guys. That's how high of an upside pick he is. Um, this is also a guy who might fall all the way down to the Dodgers, which is scary, scary, scary to think about. And I know Nate, you're rolling your eyes because this is such a bottom of the draft, bottom of the order pick. Nobody wants to take a chance on him. Nobody wants to pay him the money. And then he falls down to 20, 20 through 30 and one of those teams that are really good takes him. He becomes a very good pitcher. Can't you see that happening? Oh yeah. The Dodgers would do something like that. And it's like, Oh, Hey, we just found the next, you know, I'm not going to say he's the next Walker Bueller, but a guy kind of like that where the Dodgers just have him number one prospect, number one prospect, and just continues to pitch and makes his big league debut. And we're going, how in the heck did they draft this guy in the first round? Like this guy should have been a top 10 pick. So I, I know you, you kind of compare him to Jackson Job of last year of like how highly you liked him. Hmm. Uh, Cause I know Job was probably your favorite pitcher in the draft last year from a high school perspective. But um, I think Dylan Lesko is kind of right there for you again this year, where you think that this is the best high school pitcher in the draft and could end up being the best pitcher in the draft in general. Yeah, absolutely. And, and if Les, Les goes there and you have a chance to take that, you have to, if you're the angels, right? Like that, that's not even a fair choice. Like I, I can't see them. I, I can see him being there hundred percent. Oh yeah. And he, I, uh, he will be there. I, I would, I would say that there's like a 98% chance he's there. Yeah. Um, I don't think they take him. 
I know you want them to take him really badly. That's not the guy that I think they go with. I think that they're going to go with a guy who's a little bit closer to being ready. We'll, um, give, our, we'll give our predictions here. Sure. Yeah, keep going. We'll give our predictions at the end. Keep going. Yeah, I, I'm I, D- Dylan Lesko is my favorite pitcher in this draft. I, I, I mean, one of, let's say that. I know we got some other guys we want to talk about, but um, yeah, dude, it's, it's all there. He's got the fastball in the mid to upper 90s. Uh, he's got the curveball. He's got a plus changeup. He's got good command. You know, everything's there, and this is a guy who could be an ace for the Angels, and that's something, oh, that the Angels have missed is that ace, right? So if you can go out there and and possibly get that ace, and the Angels have done a very good job of developing pitching um, this season and hopefully in the seasons to come, you have to go out there and and take a chance on somebody like this for sure. So let's go ahead and move on to our next pitcher. Uh, Nate, I think you got this guy, or is this me again? Brandon, uh, Brandon Barrera. We, we're kind of going to talk about him last because I know he's been, he's been the number one mocked pick yeah. to the Angels. So we were going to kind of wait to to the end, but let's just talk about him now. Let's do it. High school pitcher, lefty, undersized. Um, he's going to be. He's he's probably the most pro ready pitcher of the high school group. Um, he might be the first guy to make the bigs from the high school group just because of his makeup. He throws strikes. Um, he's going to compete. He's going to be around the zone. He throws, you know, pretty hard for a left-handed pitcher. He's not in the upper nines, but he, he's throwing, he'll throw strikes. He'll be, um, relatively average velocity in the major leagues, but he is a very polished pitcher for a high school pitcher. So he, he's an interesting guy. I know the angels, that's going to be a guy that everyone, it, I mean, it looks like every time I look in a mock draft, John Mayo, um, and any mock draft, it's like, this is who the angels are taking. So, that is kind of the consensus, at least around all the uh, all the scouts. I don't know if that's who they take, but that seems to be what everyone thinks. Yep, that seems to be the consensus pick for the Angels right now. Um, I, I'm can we allowed to be honest here on this podcast? Go ahead. No? I have to tell lies all the time. Uh, yeah, if I if I were completely like honest, I I would prefer to stay away from an undersized lefty. Um, he does fit the mold though. That's the thing. That's the weird. That's the thing about it. The angels took uh, Mason Albright in the 12th round last year, paid way over slot. I think paid him $1.2 million to sign um, at IMG Academy, which is fine. Uh, underslide, undersized left-handed pitcher uh, with some good stuff. This is very similar to that. I, I'm, I'm just not a fan of undersized pitchers. I think, you know, you look at it. Six two on MLB.com. I, I don't know yeah, if that's I right. I, I heard he's closer to six foot, maybe six one. I think he's, yeah, six two is a little tall for me. Yeah, that's 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 kind of where I stand. I'm not in on it. Two ninety four. I worry. I worry about. Um, I worry about reliever projection here. And again, if you're taking very similar to what the Angels did last year, if you have this pick and you have your pick at any pitcher, you need to basically go out there and make sure that you get a starter here, right? Like that's kind of where we, that's kind of where we lie. Or if you're getting a reliever, he's got to be an upper nines, like back end reliever. He can't be, uh, eh, he's going to be 93, 95 and a long reliever type guy. That's, that's not going to play. So if you're taking a guy in the first round and you're taking him this high, he's got to be an impactful piece, whether a back end piece or, or starter for you. So the the scary part is it, it is, possible he is a long reliever yeah which i mean again major leaguer if you really want to go that route however if you're going to go lefties and you you know you really want to dive into lefties go with the next guy in on this list right robbie snelling 
Um, 6'3", 210. Nate, are you talking about this guy, or was he one of mine? I didn't, Norse, I didn't, I see, we, I didn't write down our list. We, we I, I skipped don't. over the lefty that I really wanted to talk about, but Who's keep going. You wanted to talk about Connor Prelip, but we'll keep or going we, to Snow. We, he's no. he's in a couple guys, but keep going. That's fine. Yeah, no, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little. Rob, I, I said we're gonna go straight down the list here, big guy. All right. Okay, let's talk going. little. Let's talk little Robbie Snelling here. You want to go left-handed? Left-handed pitching. I uh, you, you got to get big here. Six three two ten. The big thing that I think keeps him off the board for the Angels is going to be that command. Um, when it's all said and done, I I, I think he's ends up being better than uh, Beria. I think he ends up being one of the better pitchers in this draft. Um, he's got the fastball that's mid upper nineties. So 93 to, you know, 95 can touch 97 at times. Again, he lacks command with that pitch from time to time. He's got a good curveball. He's got a change up in the works. He's missing that third pitch, which is again, a little bit worrisome. You know, you look at it and it's like, well, he could be a reliever. Um, but for me, Again, the size is the big thing for me there, and I think that you know if if you have to pick a lefty, if you have to pick a lefty, which seems like the Angels like to do, and you have to do it in the first round, you need to make sure that he has the ability to start. And I think that more so goes to Robbie Snelling, and I would rather I'd rather take Snelling. I don't know if that's your thought there. If you had to pick between, I don't know if there's really a is it a coin flip at that point. I think they're pretty similar, honestly. I know Snelling is a bigger physical guy, throws a little bit harder. Um, but but I don't know if he's got that third pitch to be a, a true starter. Like, I mean, he could be a two-pitch starter and just be like a number five guy. But I think uh, the Bar- Barria, the, uh, the lefty um, that we just talked about, has a chance to be a starter because he does have the three-pitch mix and, and really – um, is going to compete, but the velo is going to be 93, 95, 92, 94. Where yep. uh, Snelling could easily run it up to 95, 97, touching 98, uh, which, I mean, if that's a bullpen piece, that's a pretty good back-end piece, like not to compare, but that's a pretty good uh, left-handed back-end piece, which you don't see too often. So I, I don't mind it. Big physical kid, played football and baseball, um, going to LSU, so – you're going to have to pay him. You will have to pay him. That's for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and can we side note this as well, by the way, um, we're going to skip over Jackson Ferris. He really hasn't been mentioned in any talks that I've talked about that I, that I've talked with anybody about. I, I can just, you know, I haven't heard much about Jackson Ferris. Um, also you look at IMG Academy's track record and it's not the best out there, to be honest, when it comes to developing major league prospects, they get a lot of guys drafted, which isn't, you know, which is a very good thing for high school, but uh, they, they seem not to be able to make it to the major league level. Um, so just go back and look at IMG Academy. I hope I'm wrong with Elijah Green. I think that kid's an absolute stud. Uh, could be the first overall pick, but again, IMG Academy does worry me a little bit. So let's get on to some college pitching because we haven't done that yet. We've talked higher upside guys. Now let's talk about the guys that are a little bit more ready, probably see them in double A at some point this year if the Angels draft them, correct? Yes. It's about probably where we see him. So let's go ahead and start it off with, I'll give it to you. Go ahead. Connor Prelip. Yeah. Connor Prelip coming off TJ again, one of Jared's favorite things um, to talk about, but Alabama kid, six, two, two, ten. He has potential to be a very, very, very good pitcher. Um, he's got the, he's got the hard fastball, a really good slider. And, and I think he's got the changeup. I think the changeup is there as a third pitch. Um, 
pretty good control as well, which fits the Angels mode. Um, you got to be able to compete in the zone. So I, I think that this kid could end up being one of the top college pitchers in the draft. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. I think, you know, if, if he doesn't have the elbow injury, we're talking about being a top 10 pick and possibly not getting the angels. Um, but since the injury is there and the reason why can we, can we talk about why we like these guys that have injuries? Cause they usually fall to the late second, late first round and you know, good teams end up getting them right. Like, is that fair to say yeah. the Dodgers have done it numerous, numerous times. Um, you know, the Rays do it all the time. It feels like, I, I mean, it, Yes, those teams are very good at developing, but when these guys fall down, you know, as low as they as low as they are, it's uh, it, there's a reason why it happens. You know, there's a reason why these teams continue to stay good. And look at Walker Buehler is a perfect perfect example of that. Even Griffin Canning is a really good example of that too. I know that he hasn't been great or anything like that, but he was he was a guy that was talked about as being a mid first round pick and fell to the Angels in the second round, which was huge for the Angels because of some injuries. Granted, he hasn't been that guy. It's a, it's a good example of the Angels doing something that, you know, what good teams do. So um, I, I'm a fan of anybody, most college guys or even high school guys like Lesko that have an injury because you usually see them bounce back, um, especially if it's Tommy John, something along the lines of that. So, um, yeah, let's get on to our next guy here. Uh, Kate Horton or uh, Gabe Hughes? Who do you want to talk about? Up to you. I mean, Gabe Hughes is – very similar to Sam Bachman, so we might as well start with him just because yeah. that's that's a very high possibility for the Angels. Yeah, very similar to Bachman. Uh, coming out of a smaller school in a sense, and I know Gonzaga is not a small, small school, but it's not a huge baseball school, kind of like how – In a small small conference, not a Power 5 conference. conference. Yep, exactly that. You get the big arm. You've seen the velo spike. Uh, he's been 95 oh, and 97. Nice. You can see it up to 98, 99 at times with a good slider change up in the mix decent command it's like we're talking about this all over again yep, very same bachman. bachman like he's bigger than bachman which is which is an encouraging sign for me um bachman's not a huge guy uh which is one of the reasons why i was iffy on that pick last year um not upset but iffy on it because again i'm not a big fan of taking smaller guys especially in the first round there's a time and place for it um so i i think that if the angels take hughes it's a little bit of an under slot, you save some money. I'm not horribly upset about it, but I think there are better guys out there to take. Is that fair to say? Yeah, and the one difference between him and Bachman is he, he hasn't really had the injury history that Bachman had. So that is a little bit more of a plus for, for Hughes. So good pitcher. Gonzaga had had a lot of good pitching this year. So did. Would, wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to see him taken uh, if, if they're going to get someone over slot in the third. Absolutely. And another guy who, weird, had Tommy John at some point. Uh, I think we're going to talk about that a lot. Uh, Cade Horton. Um, I'm assuming I'm talking about him as well. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, all right. Might as well keep it rolling here, right? Had Tommy John uh, 2020, I believe, is when it was. Um, Actually, had Tommy John 2021. I apologize. His freshman Um, year. Yep, freshman year. Actually, it was one of the. um, I remember him in 20, was it 2020 or 2019? Um, draft. I, I was 2020. Big- he was a second round projection and uh, didn't go. I think part of it was because he was going to Oklahoma and they thought he was going to play football and baseball yeah. and he was going to get a chance to hit at uh, Oklahoma. Then the Tommy John happened. They just left him as a pitcher. So keep going. Sorry to interrupt. No, no, you're good. You're good. It's, this is a very, this is a very uh, reliever mold here. I'm not going to lie. 
when it's all said and done. I don't know if he stays a starter. That worries me a little bit. Uh, however, back-end bullpen guy. He's got a mid, uh, mid-90s fastball. It's been up to 98 uh, this season. This, um, he's got the good slider, I believe, is what it is. I guess it might yeah, be the It's ball. a fastball slider guy. Fastball slider. He messes with a curveball. It's you know, slightly above average, and he also has a changeup. That's a little. Uh, that's basically average. Um, so he's got multiple pitches, which isn't bad. He's a big kid. Uh, I do worry about longevity of him staying a starter. Uh, but again, if you want to go under slot here, this isn't a bad guy to go under slot with. And then you save a little bit of money for that third round pick. Again, the Angels don't have a second round pick this year. So um, again, I, I, I'm not. I wouldn't be upset about them taking this guy um, or any of these guys that we talked about. I'm a big Connor Prelip fan. I think. He's, he's like Lesko. If he's healthy and pitches for Alabama this year, I think that Prelip is probably a top 10 pick. And, we talk, and we're talking about maybe he gets the Angels rather than he probably will be there with the Angels. However, there has been some talk of Prelip going before as a bit of an underslot. So it'll be really interesting to see where Prelip goes. Um, going down our list here a little bit, I, I don't think the Angels are in on uh, this Tennessee pitcher. Um, I don't think Ben Joyce gets the third for the Angels to take him in the third, uh, but I don't think the Angels are necessarily in on Blade Tidwell. However, big Angels thing, if you haven't heard anything about it, it might happen. So, yeah. <laughs> Tidwell, Tidwell threw the ball really well this year for Tennessee, was the ace of, of the best, arguably the best team in college baseball in the last 20 years. Um, he th- upper mid to upper nine is going to be four to six, might touch a seven. Um, but, yeah, no, he's got three pitches. They're competitive. I think the biggest concern for Tidwell was um, the the lack of success late in the season. He threw a lot early and kind of fell apart late. So I think that's going to be a big question. Can he sustain that as a starter? Can he pitch, you know, 150 to 200 innings? Or is he going to be a reliever that is more of like that 50, 60 innings? Because can he, can he throw 200 innings? So. That, I think that's the big question mark with him, but he, he had a tremendous year. It was just, you know, as the season got along, it, it didn't, it wasn't quite as sharp as he was early. Yeah. And uh, kind of fun fact here, uh, Tidwell also pitched in the same rotation as Ryan Weathers in high school. That's a yes. disgusting. It's all right. That's a good one too there. So let's keep going down here. I don't think the angels are really in on Wisenhunt. Um, I'm not necessarily an undersized guy, but I, I don't believe in the six, three there, by the way. Um, <laughs> I think he's, I think he's smaller than that. Um, it hut though. Like if he pitches for ECU, I, I think that he's projected higher. However, didn't yeah. pitch for ECU with a little bit of a, a steroid issue, if I'm not mistaken, um, on that side of things. Don't worry. I wouldn't worry too much about that. I'm, I'm a big fan of Wisenhunt. I think he's, he's going to be perfectly fine. So, um, let's keep, uh, let's keep working our way down here. Uh, Cooper. Jerpy is how you say his name, by the way, <laughs> six, three, 200 pound. Uh, left-handed pitcher. The Angels like their lefties. Nate, are you taking this one away here? Oregon State kid um, pitched pitch well. They, they Oregon State used him a lot. They they used him to win big games. He he was a very good pitcher. I don't. I think more of a reliever mold, um, possible back end of the rotation guy. But I think when you're picking 13, you got to get a guy who could be um, a frontline starter. So not that I don't like him. He, he's very good. Oregon State loved him. He, they used him to, to beat Vanderbilt, and uh, it, it, they just used him as much as they possibly could. 
Yeah. Yeah. So let's move on to our next guy here. Justin Campbell. Um, again, like if you guys think we're like just naming off pitchers, it's because the angels could actually take all these guys. They've been connected to all these guys. Um, Justin Campbell, big six, seven right-handed pitcher. Um, doesn't California kid. Yeah. California kid. I remember him. I remember him from Oklahoma state this last year. Big, big, big arm. Like he, he's a upper nines. He might touch, he might touch triple digits. He, he is that good. Strikes a lot of guys out. 100 innings pitched this year, 141 strikeouts. And not too many walks either. He, he controls it pretty well for, for his stuff. Um, the, the secondary stuff is average. Fastball, curveball is good. The slider changeup is average to possibly a little bit above average. But I think he could end up being the best right-handed college pitcher in this draft. I know I said Prelip could be the best college pitcher in this draft, but Campbell could be the best high school or college righty in this draft. I agree. And I like the big guys. They've, when they throw down, uh, downhill, those, I mean, the ball just gets on, gets on you a lot quicker. So um, your favorite guy in this draft, your favorite guy in last year's draft, go oh, ahead and take it away. Kumar Rocker um, comes back from the injury, gets the pitch in independent ball, throwing the ball well. Um, I, I think he's got, he's got the best stuff. Uh, he had the best stuff in last year's draft. Honestly, I would have taken him. Uh, as the best, as the number one college pitcher with the fastball, the slider's always there. The changeup is good enough to get out. Um, he controls it outstanding, doesn't really walk guys. And, and the fastball is going to be 95, 97, probably, probably closer to 93, 95, touching 97. But um, I, I think he's got a live arm. I think he is healthy and showing. And I think that's why he's shooting up draft boards right now is because people are going, man, this guy's healthy. This is this is the Kumar Rocker we wanted to draft as a freshman at Vanderbilt when he had his 18 strikeouts in the supers or in the uh, in the regionals. So, I, I think he's going to be he's going to make a team very very happy. Absolutely, and uh, another guy again. I, I, this is the guy that I picked in the prospects live draft. I, if you're going to go under slot, this would probably be the guy to do it with. You can probably push somebody um, and give them probably close to two, maybe three mil. Uh, maybe not that much, but probably $2 million in the third round if you really want to go under slot. This is going to be Landon Sims here. really fits the Angels mold. Um, very, again, very similar to Sam Bachman. Uh, got a lot of shit for picking him, but, <laughs> you know, the fastball is going to move. The uh, slider is disgusting. It's, it's mid to upper 90s. He's coming back from Tommy John. Again, if we – if he stays healthy, he might be a top 10 pick. Might be probably a top 20 pick, to be honest. Yeah. Um, probably closer to the back end of the first. But yeah. very good pitcher. He right. was elite for he was elite in uh, Mississippi State's run to the College World Series in 2021. Back end reliever. They used him a lot. They used him in save situations. They used him to get two, uh, two three innings, like six, nine outs. Uh, but he was a, a big, big role in that Mississippi State World Series got a chance to start for a little bit before the Tommy John. So he, yep. he is an interesting name to keep, keep an eye on as well. Absolutely. So here, let's get to the point here, Nate. We got two ideas. Who do you want the angels to take and who do you think the angels are going to take two different thoughts? I would be, I would be fine with Connor Prelip or uh, Justin Campbell, Kumar rocker, obviously, but I, I don't think the angels One go name. the Kumar. I don't think they go the Kumar rocker. Route. Um, I, I'd go Justin Campbell. I, I think that he has, the biggest upside of the college pitchers to be the best. Um, not the arm injury as well. I think he could he could be what we thought Sam Bachman was going to be, where he's in the the bigs in a, a half year, a full year, and possibly in the back end of the bullpen or a starter. I think he's got that kind of potential. So 
big kid, throws the ball really hard. That's that's something the Angels really don't have too many of. So you think so you think that they're taking Campbell and you want them to take Rocker. Is that correct? I th- no, I would take Campbell. I think they're gonna take the lefty. Um are we are we gonna say Berea. it's Barria, Berea? How are we gonna it's, it's Barrera, but Barrera. Barrera, okay. Barrera. I think that's who they end up taking. I think all the mocks they have him there for a reason. I think that's who they take. That's fair. Uh, I mean, you know, you can't you can't go wrong with a mock sometimes. Um, who do I want them to take if Lesko's there? I know. I, I, you got to go best available. The Angels missed on best available last year um, for other reasons, but uh, but uh, if if Lesko's there, you got to you got to take him. I mean, he has a chance to be an ace. He really does. He has a chance to be a dude. Um, if Porter's there again, another guy that yeah, I, those two guys or who I would want them to take. Who do I think they're going to take, though? If they go under slot, Campbell makes sense. Somebody back in the back end makes sense. I'm going to say Gabe Hughes. i got to go different than you. I can't go Brer. I know everybody's saying that, um, but I'll go Gabe everybody's Hughes. Everybody's saying that, which is crazy. Like, yeah. usually there's, like, some mix of, like, hey, this is who just, they could be taking, this is who they could be taking. But, like, it seems like every mock has that just, going to the Angels. That just means that everybody knows something, right, or thinks they know something. Or or um, or that's who the Angels want everyone to think they're taking, and then, yeah. you know, draft day comes, and it's they're taking Crawford, the outfielder from um, – so, uh, who knows – but it's it's going to be an interesting day. I can't wait. It's awesome that it's on All-Star Weekend. This is going to be a fun weekend. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's going to be a blast of a couple of days here. Of course, follow all of our – follow myself on Twitter, Jared underscore Tims, for all of the news on the draft. Of course, Taylor Blake Ward does a fantastic job as well. You go follow him if you don't already. Nate, I don't think you do too much draft work. You just enjoy talking about it. So, yeah, it makes it work. too much, but yeah. – we, when we, I do, it, it, there's a reason for it. Sometimes, yes. So, guys, as always, thank you so much for listening to this podcast here at Talking Halos. Again, making us the best Angels podcast out there. If you could, go subscribe wherever you're listening. Uh, hello, YouTube. Hit that subscribe button as well. Um, let us know who you think the Angels are going to take. I'm super excited to see who everybody thinks. Um, will it copy the mock? Will it, you know, whether the Angels are going to go under slot, over slot? The Angels are in a really good spot to get a pitcher. That's all I got to say, right? Like, it, it makes a lot of sense. So, um, follow us wherever you are listening. Of course, follow us on all of our social medias. Follow myself on Twitter, Jared underscore Tims, Nate at NateGreen34. And, guys, thank you so much for listening and watching. Have a great rest of your day. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. 
That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.